It is three on the nose, Thursday at three, the Lake Orion Cares podcast here with Ian Locke. Um, I'm at Owen TV again. We're here getting things set up here, trying to do the podcast again and another setup, um, using our technology the best we can here to bring you a quality show. And uh, I'm going to start off uh, this program right away. Uh, just to let you know that uh, after today, this uh, show will be going on hiatus, like Orion Cares. And uh, the reason for that is a, a pretty good one. We're going to be working on getting uh, ONTV ready to open to the public. Yay! Where's my applause? i got to find it. Is it here? <laughs> i got to dig it up. Anyway. Yeah, so um, Lake Orion Cares podcast uh, for Thursday. Uh, June 18th. My goodness. Um, beautiful day outside. Uh, again, if you're watching, uh, if you, you know, just catching us late or you want to see other episodes, we have them at orionontv.org on our on-demand site. We also have them on YouTube. And, uh, if you want to watch replays live on the channels, Comcast channel 10, uh, we'll have those and you can see our schedule at orionontv.org. We also, uh, you can view these on Roku. So if you've got a Roku device and you're doing your thing on Roku, make sure you have the uh, Cablecast app loaded up on your Roku and search ONTV. Uh, we've been on Roku for about a year, really just promoting it over the last six months, but it's there. Other podcasts we're doing, if you want to see and uh, listen to some of our older podcasts, we're also on Spotify now. So if you're a big Spotify user, take a look at Spotify. And search uh, Orion on TV, and all of our podcasts will pop up right in your feed, and you can take part in listening to those. All right. So, yeah, uh, interesting week to say the least. We've got some breaking news we're going to share with you. Probably not breaking, but uh, you probably heard about it already, but we're going to share it anyway for those of you who haven't. Um, and our guest today, we're going to take a little uh, a little curveball today. We're going to bring back a. Um, Longtime producer and volunteer here at Orion Airwood Television. We're going to bring Sammy Taramina on the air with us in just a moment. Uh, host um, of OA Now and between Taramina's with his brother, uh, Anthony, and uh, Ian Witherspoon. Longtime guy. Been around for about nine years with us. So uh, we're trying to get to, back to some normalcy, right? We heard that uh, some high school sports uh, news has been released, that uh, practices have begun. So we're going to bring Sammy in. Of course, the uh, the OAA uh, uh, vault of knowledge is Sammy. So we're going to bring him on the podcast here in our second segment after our news. And uh, he's going to share with us all, all the things that he's been hearing over the last three months that we've kind of uh, kind of threw to the side because of this COVID mess, right? So anyway, Sammy will be in. Plus, we'll have Joe Johnson. We'll give him a call. He's been out and about. Uh, and we're going to – we have some – some new news about some festivals that are in here, like uh, Lake Orion here in the summer, and some other things. So, uh, again, just like usual, our third segment will be Joe Johnson calling in and sharing some information about what's happening in and around the township, all that fun stuff, okay? All right, let's take a look at our weather forecast here. So far, this week has been amazing. I actually got out and uh, hit a golf ball or two just the other day, and it was a uh, it was a good experience, you know. Uh, the golf courses around Oakland County, around North Oakland County, are doing a nice job of allowing you to be separated but still enjoy enjoy the game of golf. Get out there and uh, get some fresh air and some exercise with your friends. But the weather, what can we say about the weather? This week has been fabulous. Um, what are we looking at so it's today, Thursday? So Friday, what are we looking at? Sunny with a high near 68, uh, light east wind. Friday night, mostly clear with a low around 64. And Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 89. Calm wind, maybe a breeze about 5 miles an hour in the afternoon. Uh, Saturday, about 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly cloudy, low around 68. So a kind of a warm evening Saturday night. Currently, it is sunny, beautiful sunny afternoon. It is 85 and uh, partly cloudy out there. We see some the big puffy white clouds floating around out there, but it's a beautiful day. Uh, tonight it's going to be a low around 61, but dry. Just a really pleasant evening 
here in Lake Orion. If you're out riding your boat tonight, be cautious, but have fun. It'll be a perfect boating or kayaking evening. All right, let's get into some top news. This is the stuff that we like sharing good news, right? And as uh, many of you probably heard, it's no secret. Um, Lansing announced this week schools will be in full session this coming fall. Uh, I wasn't expecting that announcement just yet, but, hey, I'll, we'll take it. That's, uh, that is some good news. That means uh, the numbers here in uh, the state of Michigan are dropping. We know the infection rate has been dropping um, at a pretty uh, steady rate. And uh, now the Lansing has announced that schools will be in full session. There are a lot of details that need to be hammered out, as we know, to make sure that they're adhering to the CDC guidelines and all that good stuff and how do you social distance at six feet when you're on a school bus and all these complicated uh, uh, questions that need to be answered way above my pay grade. But at least we know that school will be in session, kids will be on campus, and that's a good deal. And uh, so but that also shows that, uh, you know, Michigan's doing a great job of uh, cutting the spread of COVID-19. So look for uh, further updates as this on this announcement um, on the Lake Orion Schools website, lakeorienschools.org. And, of course, any new updates, we'll have them here at ONTV. Uh, the Lake Orion School District, as you know from last week's podcast, and I'm sure it's been plastered all over social media, uh, they, the district gave notice that uh, the graduation ceremony does have a scheduled date of July 30th, which is a uh, relief to a lot of the seniors and the families uh, hoping for a graduation ceremony of some sort. Uh, but we're still waiting to get confirmation on its location, though. Um, we mentioned last week during the podcast, and we've seen some emails going around from the school district official ones that said uh, the field, ho- field house at Lake Orion High School is being considered um, as a uh, site of the graduation ceremony. But we need to remind everybody there are other sites being considered. And so the decisions are still kind of up in limbo. They haven't really settled on a spot yet. But again, once we hear it, I'm sure uh, we'll get it out as fast as we can to you. Um, I do have a senior <laughs> who's waiting for her diploma from Lake Orion High School. So um, once we get that information, we're going to get it out there. So we're all just hoping we can see those grads walk across that stage and collect that, that diploma, right? I mean, that's that's the main goal of this whole thing here, right? All right. Uh, with the partial opening of the state of Michigan over the past couple weeks, it's been a good news, as we know. Let, Good news over the last couple of weeks. Uh, businesses open. We're seeing more businesses opening for patrons, which is always good. Uh, starting with restaurants at 50% uh, capacity and so on. But also, on TV, we're almost ready uh, for you guys to return to the studio. We're still working um, on our reopening plan, and uh, we're going to be social distance uh, compliant at the studio as we would need to be. And we're hoping to have our new hours posted. Uh, the week of June 22nd, which is next Monday, and start booking uh, on-site productions as soon as possible. We're just waiting for a delayed uh, shipment of some plastic screens that we can put up uh, uh, between our guests and microphones and the other guests and all that kind of stuff to keep us safe. And so once those come in, uh, be on the lookout for some notification from ONTV um, on social media, Facebook, email, the website, you name it, on the channels that we're open for business. So we're, we can't wait to get you guys back in the studio. And some else, also news uh, that's been going on, some very important news. Uh, the LOH, uh, LOCS finished up their first rounds of interviews with six finalists for the superintendent's position that will be open uh, soon due to the current superintendent, Marion Janopoulos, retirement. All six interviews can be seen at orionontv.org. Just click on the superintendent interviews link right at the top of our homepage. Uh, two finalists will be selected for a second round of interviews, which will air live on Monday, June 22nd, starting at 6 p.m. on ONTV. You can also see them on Channel 22 on Comcast here in Lake Orion and Channel 99 on UVerse if you have AT&T UVerse. We're live streamed at our website at orionontv.org and, of course, on Roku, like we mentioned earlier. All right. Um, let's see. This one kind of came in late, so I, 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 we don't like to jump the gun and get news out that isn't uh, accurate and that sort of thing. But we heard conversations today with uh, one Mr. Joe Johnson with those who scheduled the uh, Dragon on the Lake Festival. Uh, they are 
very confident that they can have the actual festival this August. Like usual, there will be some modifications to the festival. And, of course, under current uh, conditions, this is the planning. So, boy, wouldn't that be great to have Dragon on the Lake, um, everything else being canceled around us from the Jubilee and you name it, right? So if we can get the uh, Dragon on the Lake up and running, that would be fantastic. Of course, we'll have uh, information about that festival as it rolls along. It's one of the largest festivals we have here in Lake Orion. And, boy, wouldn't it be great to have some version of that to uh, get us back to some normalcy. Um, also, keep wearing those masks when shopping and uh, keep the, the chance of COVID-19 from spreading any further. Do your part. It's working, Michigan. And uh, think of your neighbors, your friends, your relatives when you don that mask and when you head out into the public, social distance, and especially when you go shopping, throw those masks on. It only takes, what, you're shopping for maybe 40 minutes, 45 minutes, throw that mask on. Think of others and not just yourself. All right, awesome. So that's uh, that's the news headlines. And I'm going to change the music up here because we're going to move on to segment two with our good buddy, Sammy Taramina. All right, that theme music. Anybody who watches OA Now knows what that is. Oh, yeah. Sammy, you there, buddy? Yes, I am. What's up, everybody? All right, we got Sammy Terramina here on the Lake Orion Cares podcast playing his theme music for OA Now, rocking that music. All right. All right, Sammy. It's been a long time since that music <laughs> It has. It's been three months since we played that theme. Yes. It yes, sounds it good to hear it, doesn't it? Oh, it does. It really does. And so, uh, so Sammy, you know, usually we're once a week in the studio, you and I, talking about high school sports we were all excited about the spring seasons to get underway uh having a good time just like we always do and then this COVID-19 thing hit shook up our world but uh you still kept track of what's happening in high school sports what uh what are some breaking news items that we haven't heard in a while well of course it has not been easy of course with the um with the coronavirus stuff going on um OA added a new member, and I'm Ferndale University. Um, that is a really interesting um, move. Um, even though, um, even though I'm a little bit, um, little bit, um, it's a little, it's interesting because um, with um, Ferndale University, they don't really bring a football standpoint to it. Um, now I know that there's some other teams I want to look at. You know, possible expansion routes, sort of like Davidson, Lapeer, Grand Blank, like that. Um, other news, of course, um, new coaches in the girls' basketball ranks, of course, um, at Groves, of course, they hired um, a new girls' basketball coach, and um, Antoine Simpkins, he um, takes over for Jessica Weasler. Um, I'm curious to see how that move's going to be. I'm very concerned about that. And, of course, at, also at Troy, of course, um, Simon Botto stepped down at Troy, and um, Julius Porter takes over at Troy, of course, um, it's a very interesting hire. Of course, Porter has a um, Clarkson connection. And, um, of course, um, being a JV coach and an assistant under Coach Dane Fife. Um, so, you know, and then there's been a lot going on, you know what I mean, around the OA docket. Yeah, to say the least. Um, let's uh, – I think the biggest headline there is the OA added another member in Ferndale University. Now, that wasn't one we were uh, looking at. I think when we we knew that somebody was leaving, right? All all years, uh, who was? And I think that's really one of the most interesting ones is when you bring in a school like Ferndale University. Um, now, Ferndale University and Ferndale, of course, um, they do have a co-op program um, where I, I, I where it's really interesting. Of course, um, they're not they're particularly in basketball. Um, their girls' basketball team had a good year. Their boys' basketball team had an all right year. I mean, like, it's not like, like the move that I expected them to bring. Um, I think that, to me, it's a it's a really interesting move, but I don't know what it brings for football. I mean, like, especially in the sport of football, of course. Um, I think there were some other schools that should be in consideration. I mean, like, I think there should be some schools that should be in consideration, Um maybe to expand, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Ferndale University was one that I just did not expect um, 
them yeah. to join right away. And it's, it's especially because they're a private school, and then of course, um, particularly from a basketball standpoint, you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense from a basketball standpoint, but from a football standpoint, it makes no sense. Yeah, and you would assume they're going to be, you know, in the lower echelons of the OAA, and mm-hmm. um, and it's a smaller school as we know, right? So yeah, it's a really small school. I mean, like. It's a really small school. I mean, like, but, um, I mean, like, but it really doesn't give you that football standpoint because they're, they have a co-op with Ferndale. So, you know, so to me, it's a, it's a, it's a good move for the league, particularly from a basketball standpoint, but I don't know from a football standpoint. Right. Now, speaking of football, we saw that, uh, high school football practice got underway this week. Mm-hmm. Um, which was uh, a good sign. Um, we saw pictures on social media of the coaches meeting with the students, and there's face masks and checking temperatures and making sure uh, they register. You know, there's an app that uh, all the athletes are uh, being uh, given to sign in to say, have here, we're doing all these things. So the, the, the look of football practice obviously is different than we've seen in the past. Uh, what, what can you share with our listeners about um, the makeup of uh, football practice uh, currently? Well, the MHA is making players sign a, um, a waiver. I mean, like, a, um, they make them sign a waiver for them. They're getting um, temperature checks. Um, I've noticed that. And, of course, they have the players basically keeping six feet distance, um, basically social distancing and all that. I mean, when you really look at it, it's going to change. I mean, it's, it's, it's been changing. I mean, like when you really look at it, I mean, it's been really, really different, you know, when you look at it. And, you know, and you mentioned something before we went on the air, we were chatting a little bit, uh, like we usually do before a show. Right. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned, um, you know, we're going through all of these, uh, changes now and practices beginning and all these, you know, stuff that looks normal, but it's not. And the one thing that is still up in the air that we're not sure of is, will sports take place the way we know it you know, to be this fall? I think, you know, when you look at, when you look at sports, I mean, like, um, sports is a really important aspect of a, um, of a high school athlete's life. I mean, like, or, or, I mean, because it's basically, you know, you have that extracurricular activity that will really, that really gets you, it gets you, it gets you driven to go, even go into school. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, but when you look at, um, when you look at it from a um, sports standpoint, I mean, it's, it's really important to at least have some sort of sports. I mean, like you look at, of course, the NFHS, they released their guidelines, um, um, a couple of weeks ago and, um, they, um, they rated some sports that are high risk, moderate risk, low risk. Um, I don't, necessarily agree with some of the sports that are doing that but you know it's a it's a good start and you know you're we're always crossing our fingers that we'll be back uh cheering on the dragons you know at uh, dragon stadium in the fall and uh, getting the other sports up and running just like normal but we know um you know with the announcement that uh just this week i shared it in the headline news i'm sure you heard it is uh, Governor Whitmer and Lansing uh, announced that uh, school be in full session. Students will be attending school. and um, But there's so many question marks. I mean, that's just school. I mean, obviously, you need to go to school. That's the priority, get the, the butts in the classrooms and get them uh, learning again. And But also, like you mentioned, sports, for a lot of kids, that's the motivator to really – they really love school because they have that outlet of sports. Uh, to compete and uh, do different things. Um, your thoughts on uh, getting butts in the classroom? Well, you know, at the start, I mean, like, because, you know, even even in a, um, even if schools were, say, going to a hybrid model, I think that, um, you know, it's a start because, you know, it's a way back, you know, I've seen in the colleges where um, you see, um, you see classes are basically in a hybrid model. I mean, like, basically, that's, I mean, like, I mean, like that's a, that's always been that um, possibility, but but the first step to see kids back in the um back in the getting back in the classroom. Now we mentioned the hybrid model. If uh, you're listening at home and are wondering what that is, there's some talk of let's say 
you know, instead of the entire student body attending school, just like we normally would before pre, you know, before COVID-19, everybody goes to school, go to uh, classrooms are filled, but the hybrid model is more of, let's say half the school or a quarter of the school goes on a Monday, the rest go on a Tuesday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, a a modified schedule where uh, kids will be bounced in and out of the classroom. I I assume there'll be some online instruction as well, like a, like we said, it's a hybrid. It's kind of a mixture of what they're experiencing now or were experiencing over the last three months and uh, the normalcy of what they usually do. It's a, it's always, you know, and I think, you know, it's important to have athletics, you know what I mean, to have extracurricular activities in schools. I mean, like, you know, like, let's say if, like, um, if things, you know, everything's going to be, everything's like a slow process. It's like, it's like, a, it's a slow process, you know, just got to take everything in one step at a time you know what i mean that's the same thing with sports you know what i mean like just getting back in the thick of it it's a, it's a good step but you know i mean like now would i like to see everything go in a full full mode sure i mean like but you know it's it's, it's a first step yeah you know, that's how i'm doing it and especially not knowing you know how this whole pandemic's going to pan out uh in three months you know that's there's so many unknowns that you can't assume, you know, normalcy, but you have to prepare for prepare for the best and prepare for the worst. Uh, I, I don't envy those who are making those decisions moving forward. Now, um, what anything new happening at the MHSAA? Do you have any uh, any new rules, any new guidelines, any shakeups well, over there? I know the there? MHSAA is following the NFHS guidelines, which is basically the um, – which is basically, you know, like, um, you know ba- – it, there's three phases. Of course, there is the um, the first phase is basically taking it slow. It's it's taking it slow, um, a slow approach. The second, the sec, I mean, it's basically it's outdoor sports only. The second phase is basically they'll allow some indoor activities, and then the third phase is basically the um, is basically is everything is set ready to go. So, you know, those are the three phases the MHA did. Um, they did modify the sports as three risks. Um, you know, low risk, moderate risk, high risk. Of course, the um, high risk sports are football, um, boys lacrosse, um, wrestling, competitive cheer. Um, middle has been basketball, um, baseball, softball. Um, you know, um, and then I'm, bo- I'm in volleyball. And then the low risk sports, of course, you have like some track event stuff. Of course, running has been the low risk. Of course, some shot put throwing, shot put discus. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's been deemed that. Yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised that um, pole vault and um, high jump are and long jump are deemed the moderate risk. I'm a little surprised at some of them. Um, I wrote a column on it um, explaining everything. Moderate risk uh, with pole vault and long jump? I mean, with, yeah, uh, everybody stands in line for the uh, shot put as well. <laughs> well, you know, I, yeah, I mean, like, but, you know, you can you can you can you can use six feet distance, especially yeah. with the field events. You know, absolutely. And they can, and or you can extend them. You know, sometimes uh, during the field events, they say there's a cutoff time, but you could always extend them if you had to to separate it out, make, give it longer. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. All right. So, um, well, I, I'll, I'm not wrapping you up. I just want to say it's so good to he- talk to you. It's been so long. Um, ha- ha- are you itching to get back in the studio? I'm looking forward to getting back. I mean, like, of course, um, you know, a BT, you know what I mean? And then, of course, the podcast, of course, um, you know, just looking forward to getting back in the thick of it. Um, you know, of course, um, of course, I'm um, explaining a lot what's been everything going around the OA. Of course, um, you know, I mean, like, um, we're, we're just going to see what happens. We're just going to see what happens. Yeah. The um... – just again, we're here with Sammy Taramina, uh, producer of OAA Now and co-host of Between Taramina's here on Orient Neighborhood Television. Uh, we wanted to shake it up a bit, uh, so we brought him here on the Yellow Cares podcast to talk about uh, sports and high school sports. And because uh, there was an announcement that uh, you know school's going to be in session uh, in the fall, uh, kids on campus. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be modified or not. But uh, foot- it's very important. It's also very important also to have um to have the schools open because you know it's very you know especially from a mental mindset especially because um you know I think kids do have very good success when they're in the classroom um when they're in a social setting. I think that's a really you know when kids are there together 
you know, making friends, enjoying life itself. I mean, like, it's kind of it, it, having the experience, having experience is going to bring everything right in the everything together you know just yeah. having that experience i agree um my son is uh, an eighth grader going into lake orion high school as a ninth grader or he just finished eighth grade and we've seen that you know the uh you know the virtual instruction works to a point um but it can be difficult at times it's very difficult it's and very difficult. uh it, he even said i don't like it it's uh you know they're in you know, your instruct their instructors are talking for a period of time as a lecture, and um, I know he he finishes his homework pretty quickly, and then then what? You know, and sometimes we had technology problems where the call didn't even connect or the teacher couldn't get through. So there goes that instruction. Um, and this is why I think this is why I think having schools back in session is very important because you know you need that you need that interaction you need that face-to-face you know what i mean yeah. i mean if you're doing everything virtually you know what i mean like there is going to be some dis- a lot of disadvantages when you go when you're forced to go to a virtual standpoint i agree with that the uh also um you know seeing like you said the social aspect seeing your peers seeing your teachers in person uh it's one thing to walk down the steps from your bedroom with your jammies on and uh turn on a zoom call to have your teacher and they tell you what's going on with your parents sitting in the room with you <laughs> and, yeah. and then sitting in a classroom and it gives you know it's more of a formal situation uh students tend to, at least in my opinion tend to uh retain the information they but know you're it's... there with your friends also you know what i mean they're, correct you're there with your friends you know going into a lunchroom into a cafeteria eating with your friends just bonding just having that bond having yeah. that close bond you and, know like you know it's not it's, it hasn't been easy it's been really challenging I'd even say, too, with uh, the parents, right? So mm-hmm. the impact of having school at home with the parents, uh, making sure the kids are on their lessons, and so in some instances, the parents teaching the lessons to the students. Um, and when the parents start going back to school, uh, you know, well, let's say the elementary school kids, what do you do? You have to earn a living. You have to put food on the table and make some money. So yeah, have- it's not – it's been a challenge. It's gonna be, It's a challenge, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like look at – um course you know it's not it's been it's not been very it's not been easy i'll tell you that much right now yeah. i mean like you know and then people are gonna have been asking me until we get a vaccine you know or there or a treatment you know what i mean this is going to be the new normal right now and unfortunately it is well before we get out of here i'm going to pick your brain because we are talking sports uh, we kind of mm-hmm. we're talking other things too but we're talking sports and let's talk dragon football uh, I know, man. It's it's a lot of fun talking Dragon football. So let's talk Dragon football. Uh, who did we lose last year? Who do we have back? Uh, are there are there, are there any faces year? that we should be watching out for? Uh, you know what? With Lake Orion football, there's going to be the quarterback competition brewing. Of course, between um Dominic Bruno and um Kyler Carson. Of course, a lot of people have been asking me about that competition at uh, quarterback. Um. Now, Theo Lardell is a guy to watch. I mean, like, he, um, at running back, of course, he, he lose a great player in Kobe Manzo. Um, I expect Lardell to make some noise this year. Um, but the strength of this team is going to clearly be the offensive line. Um, Lake Orion's got a lot of guys back on that offensive line. Um, they do lo- they lose, they lost a guy in, in Mason Slocum, who was really, really good at left guard. Um, and then, of course, you got that defense is going to be very, very young. Um, and then, of course, when you look at that schedule, I mean, like, it's it's tough. I mean, and, of course, <laughs> they changed the schedule around. Of course, we talked about this in the podcast with the MHA um, going more to a strength of schedule approach instead of the six wins that we talked about. That's um, right. And you look at Lake Orion's schedule, um, opening up at Macomb, Dakota, at Wayne State, that's going to be really, really tough. <laughs> and then, of course, going through that, gauntlet of the red schedule of course when you look at teams like west bloomfield who's going to be really good again oxford of course we know they got a new coach in zach line um and and of course we look at um clarkson of course clarkson you know there's no way they can be, go three and six another year i mean like so when you really look at lake orion you know and then they call out the utica eisenhower of course the team that knocked them out in the playoffs a year ago um 
I think when you look at Lake Orion, if this team could get at least four or five wins, I think this would be a playoff team. Well, uh, we hope that uh, we see them on the field just like usual, right, dude? Uh, hopefully yeah. we get to see them in action and we actually can put these predictions to uh, to the test and see what's going on. And Well, I want mm-hmm. we're going to wrap up here. I want to thank you for coming into the podcast and uh, sitting with us and chatting with us, just as always. And I can't wait to get you back in officially and get the OA now up and running. Thanks for having me, Ian. All right, we'll talk to you, buddy. Uh, be safe yep. out there, and we'll we'll talk to you. See ya. Yep, talk to you. Sammy Taramina, host of OA Now, and co-host of Between Taramina's, the award-winning Between Taramina's program here at Orion Neighborhood Television, with us here on the Yellow Cares Podcast. Love that theme music. Can't get enough of that, can you? All right. So, um, like we said, this will be uh, the last Cares podcast we're going to do for a little bit. Um, we're going to go on hiatus as we get our um, studio ready to go for the public to come on in. Um, I have some tape to put down on the carpet and uh, take a look at uh, uh, different setups here. But the one thing we do have some good news, and um, I'm going to try to get a hold of Joe Johnson here in a second, but to... To, to hold you over until that happens. Um, let's swing over to our uh, website here. Now, if you're looking at our website, uh, we have a button here, the superintendent interviews. The first rounds are available to be viewed right here at our website. You click on it, it'll take you over to our video on demand page, and you can take part in watching all of those superintendent uh, interviews and see who are the candidates to be running this school district. And uh, another... A uh, batch of news is uh, we're going to know here by the end of the month of who's going to be running the school district as uh, current superintendent Marion Janopoulos steps down. Um, so it's an exciting time, an odd time here in Lake Orion. A lot of things happening. Trying to do business as usual um, under this, uh, some of these restrictions. So uh, be sure to, if you're listening live Thursday uh, at 3 p.m. today, uh, tonight at 6 p.m., there will be a, an announcement of the final two candidates out of the six who will be picked for interviews for the second round of interviews, which will happen on June 22nd, Monday, next Monday. All right. Uh, ON TV has some good news. We were back at it with our newscast. Uh, uh, Stacy was back in, our award-winning newscast with Joe Johnson to produce the ON TV newscast. And uh, let's... Uh, Let's take a peek a little bit, uh, listen in on the newscast while I try to dig up Mr. Joe Johnson here on the cell phone. Hopefully you guys can hear that. It's good to have Stacy in the studio. Um, great uh, anchor. A volunteer, too, if you didn't know. Named COVID-19, it was deemed a pandemic in March. The virus reached the west coast of the United States in January, and Michigan confirmed its first two cases on March Watch all of our newscasts on Owen or at uh, YouTube. On March 13th, Governor Gretchen Whitmer announced the closure of all Michigan K through 12 schools. Lake Orion students were invited to collect. Right, try to call Joe up here. Let's March see if we can 16th. get him on the line. Also on March 16th, the governor issued an order to close all bars. Large newscast. We had. Uh, the Lake Orion DDA published a list on their website of restaurants offering carryout. Drive through and curbside pickup. Mr. Johnson, are you there? The Public Library closed its doors, as did gyms, salons, and most public places as COVID 19 cases in Michigan. Joe, do you have you on the line? Do we have you? Stores quickly ran out of staples like bread, meat, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and cleaning products. Joe is uh, indisposed at the moment. <laughs> anyway, some, uh, let's share some information about the uh, local news here that we have here at ONTV. Oh, he's trying to call me back. Let's give it a go again. Let's try this again. Mr. Johnson, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Very good. There we go. All right. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, he's probably having lunch, and I missed him. <laughs> no, no, I was I was able to hear you, but uh, you couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear you. Okay, well, thanks for calling back. We just wrapped up with Sammy. Right now we've got the uh, Owen TV News uh, kicking on YouTube. Uh, share with right. us uh, the newscast. It was a full one, wasn't it? 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, it was uh, it was time for us to recap the uh, the COVID nineteen and its impact on the Lake Orion community. And you know, I've been trying to document uh, what's been happening in this community since it started, and was able to finally put all that video to use uh, in putting this segment together. So. Uh, so, yeah, this week's newscast just kind of uh, recaps what's been happening, and uh, hopefully we're back on track to do these on a regular basis. Well, we know that it was a full newscast full of stories, and you had to edit it down a little bit, um, which doesn't happen that often. I know we were, like you mentioned, we were down for a while. Uh, is, was there any story in the newscast that really kind of hit home with you, anything that you said, wow, it, you know, uh, had an impact? Um. Well, uh, as far as COVID-19, um, for me, I think seeing the community come together and support each other and distribute food uh, to families and students uh, over the course of this thing, uh, that really moved me to see how uh, everybody came together. Um, you'll see on the newscast, I talked to Chris Barnett and, uh, and Chamber uh, Director Noel Champagne who sort of reflected on the impact that COVID-19 had on the community. And uh, to my shock, uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, on the, on, if you try to look at it positively, um, we only lost one business from the statewide uh, shutdown. Uh, sadly, Powerhouse Gym has been forced to close its doors. Uh, but when I talked to Noel, I was completely expecting her to say we lost a dozen businesses during this time. Uh, but that's not the case because the community came together and supported our businesses as best we could. Uh, so, you know, we're not completely through the woods yet, but I do see the light at the end of the tunnel that uh, we're kind of on the other side of this thing. And um, and it's good to see. Did uh, when you were chatting with Noel, uh, the director of the chamber, did she mention that any businesses were in distress? Because, you know, um, just just opening up now we're still kind of in that rolling can we go to the store we'll go to the store but only half people can go to to the restaurant or whatever uh she mentioned any um or was she also optimistic she seemed pretty optimistic and she wanted to encourage people to continue to support businesses i know when uh when i was out and about uh talking to the owner of green hippo gifts uh, in downtown Lake Orion, she's not quite ready to open her doors to the public yet. So some businesses are still sort of cautious about getting back to the norm. Um, you know, I was uh, just out of curiosity I w when I was out and about yesterday. I went over to Great Lakes Crossing. I was curious about what's happening over at Great Lakes Crossing. I had heard that malls were allowed to open back up to uh, the public again. So I went in there, and it was eerie. I uh, I walked in. Um, the lights didn't seem to be fully on. The, the, the malls seemed to be a little darker than I'm used to. And I'd say more than 50% of the stores are still closed, uh, including my favorite stores, like the Disney store. Um, but, yeah, a lot of the stores are still closed over at the mall. So... You know, I did a lap to try and get some exercise. I saw that the food court is uh, serving food over there. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised to find out that the mall is, is not quite up and running at full capacity yet. Okay, and, and another one of your favorite stores over at the mall, uh, the movie theater, AMC. Yeah. We're, we're hearing rumors that uh, they may not open over there. I, I, I don't want to uh, spread rumors, but there's always that fear that uh, being down so long, they might not be able – some businesses just can't uh, withstand uh, that outage. Yeah, it's looking like maybe the entire movie industry will have to kind of rethink things. I know that they released some movies on demand uh, for people to watch in the comfort of their living room. Uh, maybe that's going to be the norm. Uh, I, the, some of those movies that they did release uh, apparently did really well uh, online uh, and watching it on your smart TV at home. So they may have to rethink uh, the entire industry. I personally love the movie-going experience. I love sitting in a theater and watching a movie on the big screen, but even I'm leery about sitting in a crowded theater. I mean, obviously they're going to have to, social distance but uh i'm not quite 
ready to return to the movie theater yet. And, and speaking of movie theaters, I don't know if everybody's aware of the fact that the Oxford Theater has closed permanently. Uh, I don't think it's related to COVID-19. I think uh, they were in some sort of a transition. Um, but that actually has me concerned about our fall film festival. Uh, if they don't open their doors in time for our fall film festival, we, we may have to uh, skip this year. I was thinking the same thing. I drove by uh, through downtown Oxford uh, just two days ago. If you haven't been through Oxford and that M24 traffic and construction, uh, be prepared. It's a train wreck up there. They're down to dirt roads in the village, so watch out. Um, but, yeah, driving by yeah. Event, it's it, or, uh, uh, Oxford 7, it's just bizarre to see it closed. Um, and like you said, you know, they were so great to us here at ONTV for our uh, Wildwood Film Festival, um, th th that thought <laughs> hit me right between the eyes going, uh-oh, what are we going to do? And I think you're right. They were they were looking at reorganization, and they had some financial issues beforehand, uh, before all this happened, I think even in the fall, and they were looking for a buyer. But um, some of their uh, theaters are still in operation or were pre-COVID. So uh, if you cross your fingers, maybe we'll get that uh, small mom-and-pop theater open again up in Oxford. Yeah, yeah, hate to lose that. And um, maybe the timing is, is uh, fortuitous because um, with all that, like you said, construction traffic going on, maybe it's good that its doors are closed uh, temporarily. I know when, uh, when I'm traveling north, uh, you get rerouted off of M24 and you're taken into the back roads around uh oxford and then you come back out onto lapeer road uh just north of meyer uh so yeah uh northbound traffic is is completely taken out of downtown oxford so i know those businesses have to be hurting on top of all this covid19 stuff yeah i can't imagine <laughs> battling those two things um simultaneously so we'll say to our listeners, too, and viewers, get out there, get up to Oxford, get online, buy some materials and food and try to do it. I know it's a struggle. Pick a day and uh, go help out some of those great businesses in Oxford. Because a lot of those businesses in Oxford, too, help out uh, different organizations here in Lake Orion. So it's, you know, uh, we're so close together. The communities do share resources and uh, cross over and to the chamber events and supporting athletics and all that good stuff. So get up there and support those Oxford businesses as well. Um, you know, you're, uh, we have something to announce. The uh, Lions are, uh, what do you have, a bottle drive? Yeah, well, um, I think we mentioned on a recent podcast that the Lions Club is hurting. Uh, they canceled their Jubilee, which is their big fundraiser for the year. Uh, so they're looking at creative ways of raising funds uh, this year. And one of them is a bottle drive. So I saw it posted on Facebook. So I swung by this afternoon to go check it out. And uh, they partnered with Liberty Way Realty. Uh, and they're encouraging people to drive around to the back of the business. Uh, you'll see some stations set up where you can drop off your cans and bottles. Uh, they said pretty much about on an hourly basis, someone from the Lions Club swings by, loads up their vehicle, and uh, they'll take care of uh, cashing them out and uh, trying to raise funds for the Lions Club. Um, the, speaking of the Lions Club, they're uh, also going to be hosting a food drive uh, this Saturday at the PNC Bank on Lapeer Road. Uh, they're raising food for uh, Oxford Orion Fish, who I'm sure is also hurting. You know, we talk about how businesses are hurting, but nonprofits are, they got to be hurting now too because. Um, the post office canceled their food drive, their big stamp out hunger food drive. And you really? can imagine how that impacted Oxford Orion fish. So the Lions Club is doing their part this Saturday to uh, do a food drive in the parking lot. And I guess what uh, fish is going to do is they're going to collect the food, but they're going to put it in storage for a short period uh, before they put it on their shelves just to, let it uh, decontaminate, I guess. Um, so if you have some dry goods, canned goods, uh, take it to PNC back uh, this Saturday uh, and drop that off. And while you're out and about on Saturday, swing by the Orion Center. Um, the Orion Center, or I should say Orion Township, is going to be holding their community garage sale. 
uh, outside in the parking lot. And that's always a fun event, a big event. Uh, Jennifer Vesna with the township, uh, she told me that vendors are going to be social distancing. As a matter of fact, the vendors are encouraged to park their cars in the parking lot next to their assigned space. So there's actually going to be a vehicle uh, between vendors uh, to encourage social distancing uh, at the garage sale. So that's going to be going on uh, Saturday starting at 9 a.m. And while that's going on, uh, also on the grounds is uh, going to be the farmer's market where you can get some fresh produce and some honey and locally made products. And I believe from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Shredit is going to be on the grounds, too. Uh, you could bring in any documents you want shredded, and you could also drop off uh, eyeglasses, hearing aids, uh, cell phones, prescription medicine, that sort of thing, and Shredit will take that stuff off your hands. Uh, so I'm going to be out and about this Saturday with my video camera in hand uh, documenting some of the stuff that's going to be going on in the community this, this weekend. Awesome. The uh, Something I heard, too, I just saw, I, I know it's been in the works, and ONTV cameras will be there, too, and we're about a week away from that. Um, the uh, June 27th parade for the seniors of Lake Orion High School downtown in the village. Um, I just saw a posting, a, a great posting out there. Um, if you subscribe to the township's uh, site and all that good stuff, you get information. But they have a uh, parade, a graduation parade set up for all the seniors. I shouldn't call it, call it graduation. It's more of a seniors parade where they pile in their cars, decorate their cars, roll through Lake Orion on June 27th at 11 a.m. and uh, basically take a parade around town, and they're encouraging people to come out to line the streets as they roll through and cheer on those 2020 Lake Orion High School graduates. Oh, that's great. That's going to be a great visual see them uh, being celebrated. So, yeah, everybody come out and, and cheer on our seniors. Absolutely. Well, Joe, as always, I was sharing uh, – uh, with our listeners um, that we're going to go on hiatus here on the LO Cares podcast because um, I don't know if I, I let you know. I know we're we're coworkers and such, but we haven't seen each other face-to-face in a couple days due to the COVID, as you know. Uh, but um, the, the good thing is that the uh, Lake Orion, or at least the Orion Township COVID response team has been dissolved. So or retired because of the progress everything's you know making around town and in the state of Michigan, uh, we will reconstitute as a different organization that will meet once a month to uh, again check up on all of our nonprofits, our religious organizations, our community groups, um, including ONTV and the DDA and you know and so on. So uh, yeah, the COVID response nineteen team at uh, at Township has been dissolved. Uh, that. I kind of smiled at that because it means we're making progress. That's uh, great news. And since uh, since we're going to be going on hiatus, we might as well throw out a couple of long-term events that are going to be coming up. Uh, from what I hear, uh, the community is going to be moving forward with fireworks on 4th of July. Oh, I didn't um, hear that. Good. And, yeah, so if you go to the Lake Orion Fireworks, uh, I think it's the Fireworks Association page, uh, there's a graphic on there that says Lake Orion Fireworks Saturday, July 4th. Uh, this is the first time in a long time that I can remember the fireworks actually being <laughs> held on July 4th. Um, so that's great. And then I think the tradition the night before is uh, Lake Orion Flare Night, uh, which is also a fundraiser for the Lions Club. I see a sign on M24 I passed almost every day where you can stop and uh, buy flares for flare night and i believe traditionally that's taken place uh the night before the fireworks which is the friday um so uh hopefully uh if all goes as planned uh we'll be able to celebrate fourth of july uh here in lake orion you're absolutely right i can't remember the last time the fireworks actually hit on the fourth it was always another right. you know i mean it's odd to say that but it's it's the truth that you kind of made me chuckle there for a bit and like i i cannot remember when they had them on the fourth but it's going to happen now and it's a saturday right so um get out get, at least uh, try to see them do it safely wear those masks like i tell all the viewers today it's working you know social distancing is working the numbers here in michigan are dropping uh you know uh, quickly and the rate of new infections has gone down which Brings a smile to my face, and I uh, hope everybody else is too. 
Well, Joe, uh, be safe out there while you're collecting the news uh, that we all like to see, and uh, we'll check in with you in the next iteration of either Lake Orion Cares or whatever we call it. <laughs> but also, uh, we'll maybe s- I'll see you at the office. Right oh soon. boy, I hope Monday we'll see each other at the office. That's the goal <laughs> on the twenty second. Uh, he's smiling. I'm smiling. It's we were talking as a staff. We can't wait to see each other. It's it's amazing to say we've worked together for almost a decade, and and. You know, sometimes you, we never get tired of seeing our coworkers because we have the same mission. We like what we do. Or we love what we do. I shouldn't say like. We love it. And to do it in isolation is just not right. <laughs> no, no, it's not the same. Uh, I like being around you people and uh, looking forward to us uh, all getting together again and uh, being responsible and uh, wearing our masks and everything. But looking forward to getting back in the office. All right, Joe, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully see you on Monday right here uh, bright and early at ONTV. Sounds good. See you then. Okay, have a good weekend. Joe Johnson, studio manager here at Orient Neighborhood Television, again with all the good news uh, happening around town, all the events that are taking place. Uh, Some good news, Fourth of July fireworks. That's new. Uh, Something else we heard, too, was the uh, obviously the flare night, like Joe mentioned. Uh, Normalcy, things we're used to hearing and seeing, right? But we also had, uh, you know, potential, gosh, I'm crossing my fingers that we're going to have Dragon on the Lake um, uh, later this summer or, or to close out our summer uh, season and uh, just be on the lookout for announcements for that one, okay? All right, well, I'm Ian Locke, and I, I just want to thank all of you guys for tuning in and watching the Yellow Cares podcast over the last three months. Um, it started out as a kind of an emergency production to make sure that everybody could find medicine and food and everything they needed. Uh, Talk to different uh, stakeholders and leaders here in our community to give out information that uh, just to help everybody cope with what's happening uh, with this pandemic. And at this point, we're going to wind down uh, the scope of what Lake Orion Cares podcast is. We'll we'll come back in another iteration, uh, maybe a new name, a different thing. So watch out for the announcements on Orion Neighborhood Television and uh, on our websites, and we'll probably have something in the Lake Orion Review once that paper gets up and running. We can't wait to get our our nice uh, newspaper back in our hands, our local paper, get the Lake Orion Review, and we'll have announcements in there. So we hope everybody's safe. Thank you for tuning in to the Yellow podcast and supporting Orion Neighborhood Television. And all of us here at ONTV and the staff wish you guys a, a solid, fun, uh, don't get sunburned weekend. <laughs> Have a good time, and uh, hopefully we'll see you all at the studios here at ONTV at the Orient Center soon. Get out, enjoy that sun. It's summertime. Good news. All right. Take care, everybody, and uh, we'll see you on the Facebook airwaves uh, real soon. So take it easy, everyone, and good day.